should have been taking notes. Ready to roll? Yeah. All right. Just talk loud so everyone can hear you. I've never had a problem talking loud. All right, so I'm here today with Jess Decker. She's a client at Lead Fitness, and we're going to get to know Jess a little bit better and talk about some hot topics in the fitness industry like work-life balance, nutrition, and how she became to be so awesome. So, Jess, welcome to the Lead Fitness Podcast. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, well, my name's Jessica. Um, I have... Um, I guess start with fitness part of it. I've been doing CrossFit for um, almost three years, uh, doing CrossFit type stuff for almost about eight years. Um, kind of fell in love with the CrossFit um, way of life um, about three years ago and uh, have been full court press since then. Um, I'm a nurse, I've been a nurse for about 15 years um, I'm married. My husband, Rob, is also a client here. Um, we've been in Gainesville for about 10 years. I feel like I'm going out of order a little bit. Um, but I uh, have a 16-year-old son named Trent. And, yeah. How old are you? 38. I'll be 39 this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, has fitness always been a big part of your life? No, no. Uh, not until I was about 25 um, when... You kind of start getting to the age where you know your maybe your metabolism isn't what it used to be. Yeah, things slow down. Things slow down a little bit. Your clothes start not fitting like they used to, and you know being in the healthcare uh, industry, you see a lot of chronic disease and illness. And and uh, my both of my parents have high blood pressure. My maternal grandmother died of a stroke at 54 because of high blood pressure. Okay. Um, and I've always wanted to, you know not be that way um, and I didn't really and I've, I've always had a ton of energy anybody that knows me knows I'm always like on um, and I haven't always put that energy in the right place uh, kind of got me into a little bit of trouble when I was younger um, but once I found like the fitness world and and CrossFit and and all of the CrossFit um, theories and ways of life with nutrition and sleep and exercise and just being a good person in general it's really changed my life and mm -hmm. kind of changed who I am and has given me an avenue for all of that energy energy that I have a good positive avenue so you weren't really doing anything with fitness till about 25 you would already become a nurse at that point in mm -hmm. time yep okay. I just become a nurse mm -hmm. and then you just kind of decided all right I don't want to end up like these people I'm treating I right. need to do something so it was about eight nine ten years before you got into something like CrossFit what did you do for fitness before that running because okay. that was the thing, you know, 5Ks. My sister and I did a couch to 5K yeah, program. Yeah, running, running was big in the 80s. Yeah, it was not the 80s. It was like <laughs> the 90s, like 2000, whatever. Anyways, uh, running, because that was easy, you know, like, you know, you get out, get a pair of running shoes, get an iPod, and then kind of go for it. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of got bored with it. I mean, I did, you know, the ultimate marathon kind of, you know, thing, and that was fun, but... I was getting injured a lot, like I would have knee pain and hip pain and back pain and I uh, went and saw a doctor and he's like, "What? You know, you're not strong enough to be doing what you're doing, you need to add strength training into that. Um, so I did personal one-on-one -on -one personal training for a while and kind of got tired of that. I wanted more high intensity kind of fitness, started following Katrin David's daughter on Instagram and just kind of fell in love with CrossFit and, and wanted to start that. Okay. That avenue. 
So what is it about the CrossFit, you know, methodologies and, and types of trainings that you think really kind of helped, I don't know, uh, build a well-rounded fitness for you or, or evolve you from just a runner into kind of the athlete you are now? Um, you know, just to start, I really enjoyed like the high intensity, um, challenging you every day in a different way type of workouts. Um, and you know, I started following, like I said, Katrin David's daughter started following her coach, started seeing like not only does it, it make you a better athlete and, and makes you fitter, it, this is going to sound super cheesy, but it makes me a better person. Like I know if I can get through this workout, it translates into other areas of my life that yeah. I can get through difficult situations in other areas of my life. It gives me an outlet for stress. It gives me an outlet for my energy. Um, I really like the level method here. I'm in, you know, because the previous gym I went to was awesome. I loved the programming there. Um, but you kind of just walked up to the board and, you know, didn't really you know, know where you kind of fell in the workout. So I really enjoy the level method. I feel like that's taken it to a different level for me. Um, but going back to CrossFit, just the foundation of nutrition. Um, I started a nutrition program almost three years ago. I've been counting macros for three years. Um, and I've really enjoyed that part of it. And it really is amazing how well and how good your bodies are designed to feel if you treat it the right way mm -hmm. with sleep with hydration with nutrition with fitness like it's really incredible to me like I feel better at 38 almost 39 than I have in my entire life mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm taking better care of myself now than, than I have and I feel like CrossFit just embodies all of those things you know the nutrient like I said all the things I've already said yeah about nutrition and, and hydration and all that because it's more than just coming in here and working out that's an hour a day four days a week that's four hours a week mm -hmm. you know it's all that other stuff that's so important those little details and I enjoy doing that I enjoy being OCD about all those little things all those data you know and all that stuff so so you know, looking at you and, and having known you for a while now, you're, you're someone who really kind of has everything plugged in when it comes to um, like basic lifestyle habits along with the nutrition. You've done a little bit of nutrition coaching in the back or in the past. Um, I get a lot of questions from people uh, in general and all of the coaching staff does about this topic of nutrition. It's, it's kind of the hardest one for people to solve because I think first of all, there's way too much misinformation out there. There's also just too much information in general. You know, someone's diet can be a very personalized thing and there's a lot of things that work for a lot of different people when it comes to feeling good, when you eat, how much to eat, all this stuff. You know, there are some basic tenets that are true across the board, eat real food, not processed, blah, blah, sure. blah. But, you know, I think people overcomplicate it a lot of times and they think there's some sort of magic solution as far as like, okay, if I eat exactly this much at this time of day, blah, 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 I'm going to, you know, have those six pack abs that Brad Pitt has mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, so talk to me a little bit about what's worked really well for you with nutrition in the past and what are some of the, the kind of the universal truths or facts, if you will, that you think that work for you that can work for other people. Um, I mean, it's it's real. It's 
the methodology is very simple. It's just implementing it. I think mm -hmm. that's that's the hardest part. Um, you know, I count macros. I'm sure everyone's heard of macro counting, um, but I the nutrition coaching that I did followed a method of 40, 30, 30. So 40% carb, 30 protein, 30 fat. Plug that into my fitness pal. It's free. I think that's a really good way to start. Is start logging your food to see what you're eating, how much of whatever it is that you're eating, because I think a lot of people think they're eating healthy, but if you actually log it, mm -hmm. look at it, it's probably not as healthy as you think it is. Um, but I mean, it's the basics of it is, you know, like you said, eat whole foods, eat, you know, lean meats, make sure you're getting enough protein, also make sure you're getting en enough carbohydrates. I know the keto diet is really big right now. I mean, I think that can work for some people, um, but I, I don't think it's a sustainable thing. Um, I think finding something that works for you that's not a quick fix that you can maintain over your life. Now, I'm not saying you got to eat 1,500 calories a day forever and ever that consists of boiled chicken and lettuce. I mean, that's what people think. You know, I think having, um, like my nutrition coach has a zoom in, zoom out kind of approach. Like sometimes I'm really zoomed in, like if I'm going to do a competition, like Freedom Fitness Festival. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to be like lean and, you know, ready to go for that. So the six weeks leading up to that, we really zoomed in. So for the two weeks after that, I kind of, I didn't eat whatever I wanted, but you know, I still have maintained these habits and dialed these habits in that helped me be successful over the long term. For me, that takes an accountability coach. Like, you know, some people may be able to like manage their food and their nutrition on their own, but for me, I have to have somebody hold me accountable. Now, who do you me. use for your coach? Uh, working Against Gravity. Okay. It's a, it's a good program. I'm not here trying to sell it or anything, yeah, but yeah. it's a three-month commitment, and um, you have to pay for the three months. And it, it, It's not cheap. It's not cheap, um, but it really helps you dial in habits, and it helps you more than just food. So what I see a lot with talking to a lot of people is, is working against gravity, companies like that, they're very effective. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, I think, aren't quite to the point where that's the next step that they need to take because sure. they don't have the basic framework in place. Sure. You know, it's like if you really want to dial in body composition, you need to know exactly what's going in your body, how much and all of that. But if you sleep in four hours a night or if you're super stressed out and you hate your job and your spouse and your kids drive you crazy and, mm -hmm. you know, you go to the gym seven days a week and crush yourself, like... There's a lot of other issues that we can work on before it really matters how much you're eating or how frequently, right? Sure. And so, you know, you've kind of have all that stuff in line, and so I think you do really well with the icing on the cake, which is the counting the macros. Sure. For a lot of people out there who feel like maybe they're a little overwhelmed or they just don't even know where to start, um, you know, what would you suggest that, that they, they focus on first? I, you already mentioned just tracking what you eat. I think that's a big one. You don't have to pull out a scale necessarily. You don't have to get, you know, too detailed, but even just writing it down in a notebook, like this is what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then sitting there and looking at it and evaluating it at the end of the day or having your coach evaluate it can be hugely beneficial. Because mm -hmm. then you look at it and you realize, oh, I ate no protein today, or I ate, you know, I had sugary item at every single meal and at every single snack in between it. You know, and these things start to stick out, but people don't even... They're not even aware of it. They just think, oh, you know, I had the uh, salad at lunch today. I eat pretty good. Sure. When everything else is just a complete disaster. Yeah. So 
like what's the one or two places you'd really start people on if they're like all right i want to feel better and i want to start to lose some body fat because i have extra to lose um i've heard people say like i eat out five days a week so maybe like so let's starting this week maybe let's eat out we normally eat out five days let's eat out two days like maybe trying to decrease that maybe try to cook one meal at home per day so you know like exactly what's going into that maybe try another method is try to include vegetables at every meal there's a plate method even one meal or yeah <laughs> even one meal exactly like there's a plate method that people mm -hmm. use that i think some people have found really beneficial when i was doing the nutrition coaching like visualize a plate and you can google plate method half of your plate is vegetables a quarter of your plate is protein and a quarter is starch and just maybe trying to think about having a protein a starch and vegetables at every meal um, I think is, is helpful yeah um, but you know like I said at the beginning just even starting to like just track or write down what you're eating and kind of see if you can notice a pattern um, you know there's we can get into I could get into all kind of like calorie deficit talk but I mean at the end of the day, you, you have to burn more calories than you consume mm -hmm. in order to lose body fat. Um, but it needs to be the right calories that you're consuming. Not just, oh, well, I ate three donuts today. I can't eat anything else. Yeah. You know, it's kind of you want to um, think about what you're putting into your body and um, you know, that kind of thing. I think it, a lot of it boils down to, like, if, if this is a journey that you want to start out on, you just have to start paying attention. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter where you pay attention, but you need to start being aware of your your habits and your tendencies and just focus on those areas one at a time that you can improve. Like you said, if you're eating out five nights a week, let's just cut that in half to two or three. Mm -hmm. Start there. Once that becomes a thing, then you move into, let's stop having um, you know, all of our coffee drinks we buy have all this stuff in it and let's go to just plain black coffee with you know, sugar yeah, or, or whatever, yeah. you know, like one step at a time. But if you're not paying attention to that stuff, like really writing it down or sitting down and thinking about it, you, you can't measure it and you can't manage it. And then, you know, you're never going to really make that progress. Yeah. And another is you're going to talk about it tomorrow on your, um, your Facebook live, but hydration, yeah. like that's a huge component. Um, I try to hit a gallon of water a day. Now, I, when I first started this, there's no way I could do that. I was in the bathroom 23 out of 24 hours. So I started with like half a gallon, you mm -hmm. know, like logging my water intake. And I, I noticed that I didn't need my afternoon coffee anymore mm. because I was getting enough energy because my cells were actually hydrated and working correctly that just drinking my water throughout the day, I only needed my morning coffee. But hydration is, is a big key too yeah. for losing fat and performance and body composition and all that stuff. So So the other the other topic that we get questions on a lot or that people struggle with is the like balance. Sure. You know, managing my time with work and my significant other and maybe my kids or my social life trying to find time to make it to the gym. Mm -hmm. um, now you work a, a shift schedule, which is not easy at the hospital. Your husband works at the hospital as well. Um, you, you find time to get to the gym three, four days a week. You also have some equipment at home where you also work out. So talk a little bit about what works for you as far as um, you know, making time for the gym or making time for a workout at least four or five days a week, whether it's at the gym or not at the gym. Um, it, you know, I really enjoy it. Um, and I've kind of gotten to that point over the last few years. So for me, it's, 
it's very easy to do. Um, however, I do understand that people, you know, they they work an, an eight to five Monday through Friday, and they have three kids, and they have you know a big family, and it's hard for them. But you really you just have to make time, and you will make time for what's important to you, whether that's before. Um, work or after work like I know myself really well if I don't work out in the morning it's not going to get done so I would never be the one that would have that would come in here for the 7 p.m. class yeah. but there are some people that cannot get up and do it in the morning so they know I'm gonna have to go to the 7 p.m. class I would say you know go ahead look at your schedule and figure out all right this 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 week, I'm going to make it three days or four days. Like if you really struggle, like getting here and picking out what those days are and just making a commitment to yourself to do it. Um, also, accountability partners. I know you've you've touched on that before. Accountability buddies. Okay, accountability buddies. Having a buddy. I need a treat you know, like that. yeah, like you know, like if you know that you know you you and your buddy come to the gym and. You know, maybe like, okay, you know, this week we're going to do the 5 a.m. or the 6 a.m. class on Tuesday, and then we're going to do the 7 p.m. class on Thursday. Like having somebody to, to hold you accountable, um, I think, is, is really important, too. Like when I do my home workouts, I, usually I won't do it by myself. I have to have somebody come and do yeah. it with me, and then, and then I'll do it and push really hard. But um, I think making time for it, you know, like it's... It's not pretty, it's not sexy, but you'll make time for what's important to you. Yeah. And my nutrition coach, going back to her, she they, they, she coaches me more than just nutrition, but she says try replacing I don't have time for blank to it's not a priority for me to blank. Yeah. That stung a little bit. That's the reality, yeah. yeah. And that's the reality. And so when I thought about it that way, it changed kind of how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... that's that's, good yeah no your garage gym isn't like this state-of-the-art rogue facility you know you have some dumbbells and like a box and yoga mat like it's nothing crazy you have a jump rope at home i think you know it goes back to like where there's a will there's a way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if it's sunday and the gym's closed but you're off work and you want to get a workout in you call up a friend like celeste or you know whatever michaela they come over, they give you that little bit of accountability. It doesn't even matter what you guys do, you just are doing something. You're having fun, you're hanging out, you're exercising together because it's important to you. You feel good afterwards and then you got another day, you know, you can yeah. check off the box where you worked out. Right. And I think that's a big one for people. And so. we video it and post it on Instagram. Yeah, well if it, <laughs> if it doesn't go on social media, it didn't happen. Like no yeah. one gives a crap at that point. Right, yeah. So. Okay, cool. Well, I really appreciate you uh, coming on. I think uh, a lot of good topics. We could we could probably go for much longer, but we're going to keep these first sure. ones kind of short and sweet. And uh, if you have an epiphany driving home, like, oh, man, I should have talked about, we yeah. can have you back on in the future. So okay. thank you very much. Yeah, thank you.